Welcome to Daily Devotion with Ken Gurley. Devotions designed to inspire you on your daily walk with God. Each day we walk through the vital principles of the abundant life. Our Lord can do above and beyond all we ask or think. Here's your host, Ken Gurley. Fearfully and wonderfully made. That's how the Bible describes humanity. Today I wanted to talk to you about a vital component of humanity, and that's the human will. We normally don't talk about that. We talk about the mind. We talk about the body. We talk about appetites. We talk about the heart. But the human will is very powerful. According to Charlotte Mason, the human will is the controller of the passions and emotions, the director of the desires, and the ruler of the appetites. Character is the result of conduct regulated by the will. The force of will, or willpower, is incredible in itself. And throughout history, men and women have, through willpower, accomplished many things, for good or for evil. Jim Brown is a popular motivational speaker in our country. He says that there are four forces within a person that can change their lives. First is disgust. When someone says, I've had it, enough is enough, no more, that's it. He said, call it what you will, the I've had it day, the never again day, the enough's enough day. It's a powerful day. There is nothing so life-changing as gut-wrenching disgust. A second power that will change our life is a decision. When we reach a fork in the road and have to choose. Making life-changing decisions can be likened to an internal civil war, but in the choosing, there is change. Disgust, decisions. Here's the third, desire. Almost anything can trigger desire. It might be a song that tugs at one's heart. It might be a memorable sermon that will make some people say, I want it now. And finally, the fourth power, Jim Rohn says, is resolve. Resolve says, I will. These two words are among the most potent in the English language, I will. Think about the use of those words in your own life. What constructive action has not begun without these words, I will? What noble accomplishment has not started without these two monosyllabic words, I will? I will pray. I will read my Bible. I will let my light shine. I will help someone. I will get involved. I will teach a class. I will start a small group. I will invite someone to church. I will change. I will apologize. I will forgive. I will work on this. I will love again, trust again, hope again. I will, in spite of all that I've been through, With God's help, I will get through this. Karl Barth, that great Swiss theologian of a previous century, once said, Joy is a defiant nevertheless. That the circumstances may be bad nevertheless. The problems are piling up nevertheless. This week on our daily devotion, I'm focusing on perseverance how to get through these things. And I believe that there should be a defiant nevertheless in our lives that says, 
I may have fallen short, but I will arise. I am aware of the limitations of my own willpower, but we err when we discount the power of the human will, because no change can begin until we exercise our free will. Heaven respects the power of the human will. John sees Jesus standing outside the church of Laodicea, knocking on their door. He said, if anyone opens the door, I will come in. The one who has all power will not force himself against human will. A human must say, I hear you knocking. I will open the door. Hell respects the power of the human will. There are many sinners in this world today. The way is broad that leads to destruction. But I don't believe every sinner is devil-possessed. Why? The power of the human will. Do you remember the story of the Gadarene demoniac? We read that he was filled with a legion of devils. A legion at that time was anywhere from 2,000 to 6,000 would comprise a legion. He was filled with an army of devils, but they weren't strong enough to keep that man from saying, I will go to Jesus. Once that man's will was acted upon, it happened. I believe in free will. I believe that a person can choose God and choose life. I believe, moreover, that through the shed blood of Calvary, heaven belongs to whosoever will. I will. I read the story of a couple who accompanied their son and his fiancée to go meet with the priest in their parish. They were to sign some pre-wedding ceremony papers. And while filling out the form, the son read aloud the few questions. When he got to the last one, which read, Are you entering this marriage at your own free will? He looked over at his fiancée, and she said, Put down yes. Free will has its limits. The prodigal said, I will arise and go to my father's house. The sick woman said, if I touch the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. When our will aligns with God's will, great things happen. But God allows our will to be tested. We may have good intentions, but the Lord allows our commitment to be tried. Are we wholly committed? Are our minds fully made up? Is our will wrapped up in His will? And for that to happen, we have to slow down when we make decisions. We must be willing to think through a situation, not let our impressions or feelings guide us. We must be willing to think of the long-term consequences of our various courses of action. We must be willing to take advice. Others know us sometimes better than we do ourselves. They know our strengths and abilities. Take the time to weigh their counsel before coming to a decision. We must be honest, ruthlessly honest with ourselves. We must not trust ourselves. Ask yourself, why am I really doing this? Then we must wait on God. No one makes mistakes. If they give God time, when certain as to the course of action, wait on God. When uncertain, wait on God. When Simon Peter says, Lord, I will never leave you, Jesus knew that Simon's mouth did not match his heart. 
So Jesus tested the I will of Simon Peter. Do you remember what Jesus said to him? Satan desires to sift you as wheat. The enemy knew that Peter's proclamations did not match his intent. Jesus said, I have prayed for you that your faith fails not. So that when the testing comes, only faith during those times can keep you saying, I will follow Jesus. Circumstances arise that test our faith, try our determination. What will we do with those things? It was scrawled on a cellar wall in Cologne, Germany, where Jews had hidden in the Second World War these words, I believe in the sun, even when it isn't shining. I believe in love, even when I do not feel it. I believe in God, even when he is silent. Faith in God helps us to keep exercising our will, to keep holding to God. If it was easy, then it would be man's will, not God's. People tend to assume that the will acts automatically, but that's simply not true. Every voluntary action comes from an exercise of the human will. That's why Jesus commanded us each time we pray to give our will to God's will. Each day we pray that his will, not our will, be done. Our will is powerful, but his will is explosive. We exercise that will to trust in God, to believe in God, despite the circumstances. When we say, still, I will rejoice. And we lay hold on that defiant, nevertheless. The Apostle Paul was in prison when he wrote the Philippians, and the theme of the book is rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Paul's message from prison was rejoice. I may be in prison, but still I will rejoice. Our joy is not rooted in the momentary successes or failures. It's found in knowing that we were created for a purpose, that we are here for a purpose. And when that purpose is finished, we will have fulfilled our reason for existence. So when things don't go our way, we say rejoice. Still, I will rejoice. The writer Habakkuk said it like this, though the fig tree may not blossom, nor fruit be on the vines. Though the labor of the olive may fail and the fields yield no food, though the flock may be cut off from the fold and there be no herd in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation for the Lord God is my strength. He will make my feet like deer's feet. He will make me walk on the high hills. Job had seemingly lost it all. We read that he tore his robe, shaved his head, fell to the ground and worshiped and said, the Lord gave, the Lord took away, but blessed be the name of the Lord. Though he slay me, still I will praise him. That's the power of the human will. It is a defiant nevertheless. Paul and Silas sang praises at midnight. Nothing in this life is a constant except God. So we keep praising him. Only he can bring us through this situation. Only he can bring us out of this situation. Joseph could have gotten discouraged, but he didn't. 
Because God's will is not a feeling. God's will is a covenant relationship. It is a way of living by faith. We need to avoid fatalism, the it's bad and it's going to get worse mindset. We need to stand and say, I will see the goodness of God in the land of the living. But pastor, my heart is aching. Nevertheless, I will cling to God's hand even when I don't understand. But pastor, I am exhausted. Nevertheless, I will reach out to others and do all I can to make a difference each and every day of my life. Pastor, I feel broken and I can't stop crying. Nevertheless, I will sing out praises to the Lord with everything in my heart. It's a defiant, nevertheless, still I will. Being joyful is a choice. It's a matter of the will. It's recognizing that we can be abased or we can abound. But in all things, we're taught to be content. No matter what comes my way, I can have a defiant nevertheless to say, I know God is going to see me through. So I will choose to bless the Lord. That's the power of the human will. God gives you the power to choose choose you this day, that I'm going to serve the Lord with all of my heart, that no matter what has come against me, no matter what the enemy has thrown my direction, no matter what I am going to encounter in this very day, I will choose to praise the Lord and give him glory and honor. All of this week, we're discussing perseverance. I pray you have the power to see it through. Thank you for sharing a daily devotion with Ken Gurley. We pray this ministry has been a source of encouragement and strength to you. Please be mindful that your financial support enables us to meet with you each day. To give a donation or connect with us, visit our website at kengurley.com. There you will also find the latest books, podcasts, and resources. Blessed 90 Days to Change Your World is Pastor Gurley's latest book. You can get your copy of this life-changing book at kengurley.com. May God's favor rest on you in every way. Until we meet again.